the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense. Beyond the headline with Aldrin Simpia, right here on SAFM. 24 minutes after 3 o'clock in conversation next with uh, Gustavo Di Calvajavo, um, Senior Researcher on Russia-Africa Ties at the African Governance and Diplomacy Program at the South Africa Institute of International Affairs. South Africa is the latest country that has expressed its desire to host a peace summit between Ukraine and Russia. Earlier on today, Minister in the Presidency, Kumbuzo Chaveni, said we must be receptive to the possibility of South Africa hosting the peace summit. You may recall last month that Denmark also expressed its interest to hold a peace summit. So what will it mean uh, for a country like South Africa to host such a such crucial talks? Gustavo now joining us on the line. Gustavo, good afternoon and thank you so much for making, it ta- making time for us. Is South Africa punching above its weight or can we actually do it considering what we've done with Ethiopia? Uh, thank you very much for inviting me. And, and, and I think it's a good opportunity for South Africa. Many of us have been criticizing the country for the last year and a half for a country that has been perceived as being sitting on the fence. And certainly the engagement with other six African countries to talk to the Ukrainians, to talk to the Russians, does provide an opportunity to showcase that it actually has a, a positive influence on that. Whether the African countries will be able to to, to break an agreement, I think it's much harder now. But, uh, but I do think there is a lot of opportunities for the country to create a more positive relationship in terms of the situation and, and particularly to showcase to many of us in, in terms of what does it mean uh, to, to be non-aligned in a situation like that. So the minister speaking about the possibility of South Africa hosting such a peace summit and having both President Vladimir Putin as well as President Volodymyr Zelensky in the country at the same time. Is that really possible? We haven't seen them in the same room. Uh, It's a good question, and and I I think at this stage, probably not. I think what we should be looking at is certainly first the visits of the seven heads of states from African countries that are going to both Ukraine and Russia uh, to identify what opportunities they may be able to find in terms of bringing the parties together. But certainly the timing of of a major talk now is potentially quite difficult. Mm. We're seeing the Ukrainians now with their counteroffensive that is started this week, we've seen uh, an, an increasing role of the Russians also in terms of the defensive efforts within Ukraine. Uh, I think what it does provide is, 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 is a really important opportunity for African countries to showcase that they're neither pro-Russian or, or pro-Ukraine, but rather they're, they're looking for a constructive solution of the conflict. And I think in that sense, looking into those efforts uh, are not in terms of the short-term outcomes, which I, I do think at this stage would be quite unlikely, but it does show a much more positive engagement from South Africa and from all the African countries that are joining the trip to Ukraine and Russia in the coming two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the the ministers of, of of foreign affairs from the seven countries um, expected to be in Russia. I don't know if they're already in 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 in, um, in in Ukraine ahead of that meeting with the heads of state. But what sort of foundation should be then um, put on? On, on the table so that we actually do get to a point where we can say now the environment is conducive to actually broker an agreement. 
I think the most important approach, and I think is a very important approach for any mediated process, is the ability to listen to both parties. Uh, both parties have their demands, both parties have their concerns. And in that sense, if any mediation process will be successful in that, you would have to take into account what both parties are looking at. But I think particularly in terms of identifying and especially having countries from the global south like the seven African countries, and we've seen initiatives from other countries in the global south, whether it is Vietnam or Brazil, uh, is the possibility also of, by the fact that these countries don't have so many direct interests in the conflict like we would see in Europe, or even to a certain degree China for, for its own size and presence, it does provide some, some important spaces to potentially depoliticize some of the discussions and potentially starting a conversation process. You mentioned the case of South Africa, and I think it's an important one. But I think the South African case, what it could teach us for that is that it's not a short-term process. It's a long-term process, uh, which hopefully South Africa and the other African countries would be able to continue with that conversation. Is it known why the plan that Xi Jinping came up with didn't work? Uh, I, I think there is several reasons. I think one of them is the timing. Uh, uh, when, when you are in the middle where there is no clear winner or clear loser in, in, in the conflict, it becomes mu- much harder for the different parties to really engage in a constructive debate as each of the parties do, do believe that they can still make better gains on the ground. But I think also it's a matter of perception. And I think it's something that the African countries and South Africa in particular should be cognizant of that there is still a possibility and a likelihood that the Ukrainians would see some of these uh, African countries as buyers. And mm. therefore, I think a really important approach from, from South Africa right now is to really showcase itself as non-aligned and it's not necessarily as neutral, but particularly as a country that it's not necessarily defending one party over the other. If, if South Africa is perceived as a bias mediator, uh, it's certainly that process won't go forward. So there is a lot that South Africa does need to do. Uh, some possibilities, but uh, I think it's still very early to tell what the results will be. Thank you so much for your time. Gustavo Di Carvalho, Senior Researcher on Russia-Africa Ties at the African Governance and Diplomacy Program at the South African Institute of International Affairs. It's half past three.